Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago. I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to our next episode of Empowered AF 2.0. I'm your host, Mark Santiago. Listen, if you are new to our stuff and you have not checked out our five-day challenge, uh, go do that now. EMchallenge.com, EMchallenge.com. Make sure you go check it out. The reason I say that is because, look, if you're not sure what to do, like your wife has just left you, your wife has just said she doesn't love you anymore, you're, you're kind of lost and out on a limb and you kind of just feel like a little boy, just kind of just confused, then our five-day challenge is perfect for you because over those five days, um, you can come in at any time. You can start any time. There's no like you only can start certain days. Um, over those five days, we're going to give you really some of our best teaching and training around what to do when your wife wants out of the marriage. Um, specifically, we're going to give you some constructs that are going to help you mentally, emotionally, um, and even physically move through with power. Because a lot of what you're doing right now is not from a place of power. It's from a place of insecurity. And so that's what our five-day challenge does. So go check it out, emchallenge.com. All right, let's get into today's training. Um, today, I want to talk about the idea of when your wife says she needs space. Uh, one of the guys in our group uh, recently posted, he said, just curious on what everyone's opinions are on taking a break and needing space. In my experience, an opinion taking a break is just the first step in a breakup. So I want to talk about the idea of space. Number one, why does she want space? Uh, and then we'll talk about what needing a space or taking a break looks like, um, what it means to you, and what you should really be doing. That's what we're going to talk about today on our episode of Empowered AF. So when she says she wants space, what in the world does she mean? Now, a lot of guys get scared when they hear this, um, rightfully so. Because a woman, for a woman to say, get away from me, speaks to a man's heart in a negative way. It says, you are rejected. It says, you are not my protector. You, I don't trust you. I don't love you. All of those things. And that's what we hear, right? As men, what we hear, the story we're telling ourselves is we're no longer good enough to be her husband. We're no longer good enough to be her protector. She doesn't feel safe around us. And that scares the fuck out of us. It scares us, right? And so when, when we hear this idea of she wants space, what does it actually mean? So when a woman says she wants space, it's usually for one of two reasons. Um, but I would say the majority of the time is because she feels suffocated in the marriage. Now, the idea of suffocation, you go, well, I'm not, I'm not clingy. I'm not this. I'm not. It doesn't matter. It's what she feels. It's her perspective. Now, I remember my ex-wife um, came at a point where she said every time I got around her, she felt anxious. She felt like she couldn't be around me and she would get nervous and, and all these things. And she just didn't want anything to do with me because she saw me as dead. She saw her husband as, as dead. It was no longer um, a part of it. Now, regardless of my story and regardless of what my ex-wife was doing at the time or not doing at the time, doesn't really matter. The fact was that was what her brain and her mind perceived was that she needed space. So I don't want to focus on the, 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 the stuff that your wife is doing or not doing or whatever. Why? Because it's too easy to go off into left field and go, she's probably doing this. She's probably doing that. She doesn't want to be with me. All those things. We're going to talk about that in a second and, and, and what scares you. But why does she want space? She wants space because she feels in her mind that you are causing or creating some sort of stuffiness, um, some sort of 
you know, too much energy that she can't handle. And she wants to break from that. Now, let me tell you something, guys. Most of the time, in all honesty, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It has to do with her. It has to do with her. It has to do with her needing space from the marriage, from you, to be alone in her thoughts, to process whatever it is that she's going through. Again, it's so easy to jump to conclusions. It's easy to go, well, she's doing this. She must be cheating or she's doing this. So she must be wanting to get out of the marriage. Oh, she's doing this because she's planning her separation. She's planning. All those are insecurities. Okay. And we'll talk about those in a second. But I want to hammer the fact that when she wants space, it's because your wife feels conflicted. She feels like there's too much happening. And the only way that she can uh, uh, get clarity is by getting space. So that's why she wants space. So when she says taking a break, what does it really mean? It means that the marriage you had is over. The marriage you had is over. Too many guys come to us and, and they're trying to save their marriage. They're trying to do all these things. And I tell them, okay, so what's going on? And they say, well, you know, she left me or she's having an affair or this is happening. I was like, okay, first of all, you've got to accept the fact that your marriage is over. What? How dare you say that about me and my marriage? How dare you say that? You don't know me. You don't know my marriage. I'm so unique. I'm special. My shit just looks like unicorns. I shit unicorns and rainbows and sprinkles, right? Like, like you're so fucking unique. No, you're not that unique. Okay. Here's the thing is that when a woman does that, when a woman says, I want space, I want, I want a break. I want out. The marriage is over. The marriage as it stands is over. It's over. Let's say it again. The marriage is over. Now that I've got that across to you, here's the good news. You can and should, if you want to, create a new marriage with her. Create a new marriage, okay? You can't create a new marriage, though, while she's taking a break, okay? So here's the thing. When your wife is saying she wants space, what she's really saying is, I need a break from this marriage. I need a break from you because I can't think. I can't process my emotions. I feel guilty. I feel really bad about what's happening, and I don't know what to do about it. So the only thing I can think of is to say, let's Let's spend time apart so I can gather my thoughts, gather my feelings, understand what's going on in my heart, talk to a therapist, talk to my friends, figure this shit out because I don't know anymore. And that scares us because now we're like, oh, well, I'm no longer secure in my marriage. I'm no longer secure in this relationship that I thought we were secure. I thought we had this relationship that would never break. I thought till death do us part. I thought we would be good together forever. I never thought in a million years that you would say you need space. Who needs fucking space? I don't need space. Right? Because men look at it so different. Men are like, no, come here. I want you to be with me. I want to hold you. I want to protect you. I want to touch you. I want you in my life. You are a, 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 a physical beauty to me that I want in my life. Whereas she's saying, no, I need a break from this marriage so that I can gain clarity. I can gain clarity. So why, here's why it scares you is because it, it means the relationship is insecure. It, it just means the relationship is insecure. Now, if, if you got in your head and you go, you know what? <clears throat> Logically, um, I, I see this as the marriage we had is no longer good. It's, it's over. That sucks. I have to grieve it. But, it. but if I can grieve that, then I can create something new. You know, if you were to have a child and that child were to get cancer or something, God forbid, I hear these stories and it breaks my heart, but that child were to, to, to die of cancer, 
you you have the ability to still create a new child. Now that child, the new child, will no will never be the old child. The, the new child is no comparison. You don't even want to compare because the old child is the old child, and 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 that child that even though it's passed away, that child will have memories. That child will have all these things that that are there and will never be changed. It just never be changed. It will always be there, and you can honor that child. But at the same time, you can still, with your wife, create a new child, and through intimacy. And the sexual acts create a new child that doesn't replace the old child, but it's the next evolution of your family. And it's the same thing with the marriage, that the old marriage is dead. Now you have an opportunity to create a new marriage. And the new marriage may look different than the old one, just like the child might look a little different from your other child. And the two are totally different people, just like your new marriage and your old marriage are two totally different marriages, two separate marriages. But what it looks like is now you've created new boundaries. Now you've created uh, new communication skills. Now you've, you've done the work so that the marriage you have is beautiful, is amazing, et cetera. But most of the time that doesn't happen because it takes two to tango. I, I'm not into this lie of it only takes one. No, it takes one to manipulate another one is what it takes. Okay. Any of this bullshit out there, well, it only takes one to save a marriage. No, it's bullshit. It is bullshit. Sure. You can manipulate your wife back. Sure. Sometimes it happens. Where the wife's like, hey, I've been, I've been just waiting for you to act like a man, and I, now I'm better, ready to be back in the marriage. But at the same time, if she doesn't work on her stuff and get better herself, it takes two to tango. It's not like she's just been this perfect wife over here just waiting for you to get your shit together. She has her own issues. She has her own insecurities. She has her own hangups. So I very much call women to do their work too. But I don't work with women. I work with men. So I get to focus just on men. I don't get, I don't give you the excuse of, well, she's not doing her shit. She's not doing her work. No, fuck that. That doesn't matter. That's called hitting the she button. And we don't hit the she button, an empowered man, right? Because we focus on you as a man. We focus on what you are in control of. So I get it. It scares you when they do this. I remember the first time my ex-wife was, was backing away from me. And I'm like, you start to feel panic. You start to feel like you can't breathe. You start to just, all these things happen, all these emotions because you thought it was till death it was part. You thought that this would never end, that, that it's not like you fucked up. It's not like you did something bad. It's not like these things happened. Like, 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 woe is me. Woe is me. Why is this happening to me? That's all victim. It's all victim. It's all, it's all just self-pity stuff that's keeping you, keeping you from where you could be and what you could be doing. So here's what you should be doing. Number one, your focus should not be on controlling or fixing her. It should not be on controlling or fixing her. It should be on looking inward. That's the first thing you should be doing is you should be looking inward and taking this time to reflect and understand how you contributed to the failure of your marriage. Oh, Mark, she cheated on me. I don't care. I don't give a fuck what she did. My ex-wife. We could, we could run the laundry list of things that did, but at the same time, I was responsible. I was a bad husband. Not all the time. I would say most of the time I was a pretty good husband, but there were times where I was not a great husband. There was times where I got into the emotional stuff with her and the emotional toxicity and became emotionally abusive. That is where I failed. That is where I was in a safe space. I was not strong enough to be there for her during her meltdowns, during her uh, uh, toxic issues that she was having. And therefore, I was not 
a good husband in those moments. And there are plenty of those moments over a 17-year journey. I had to own my shit. I'm 100% responsible for the failure of my former marriage. 100% responsible. And my new marriage with my new wife, not my old wife, my new wife, I am 100% responsible for where that goes and what happens. And if God forbid anything were to happen, it would be on me. I don't care. I don't care what bad things your ex or your wife can do. You are responsible. You are responsible. So number one thing is you've got to stop worrying about, stop trying to fix her and start reflecting inwardly on what you need to do to own your shit. That is what you should be working on. You do that by putting yourself in an environment of other men that are holding you accountable, that are teaching you new skills that will help you not only make her feel heard and understood, but value her at a different level than maybe she values herself and, and shows her that value and creates enough of a vacuum effect that draws her back into you. That's the secret sauce, guys. This is the stuff we do in Thrive. Some of you think, oh, it's about saving the marriage. Oh, it's about getting rid of her. It's all about divorce. It's like, no, 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 no. Stop judging what we do when you don't even know. When you haven't been into the program, stop taking what five, three guys over here said, this guy over here said, because everyone's got a different story and everyone has a different approach. Our, our approach is unique, very unique in the sense that we have a path. We have three different paths we take you in. There's guys that come in that are, that are looking to save their marriage, uh, meaning like, like stand for the marriage is what I call it actually where they're like, you know what? She has checked out. She's gone. She doesn't want to be with me. All these things have happened. And I go, great. You're standing for the marriage. That means you're a husband and a wifeless marriage. That's the first kind of guy. The second kind of guy is the guy who's like, you know what? I don't think I want to be in this anymore. I just, I just, I'm not here. I, I, I think that this marriage is over. And so that's the guy who says I'm leaving the marriage and we help him and we focus him on growing himself, et cetera. And then the third easily is the guy who's saying, you know what? I want to create a new marriage because she has leaned in. She hasn't left the marriage. She hasn't left me. We're still here. We're just having fights. We're just having trouble communicating through all this. And I feel really insecure. And I need a group of guys that aren't going to just help me with her, but are going to help me level up as a man in general. Because here's the thing is guys, a lot of, a lot of you think that this is just about marriage. This isn't about marriage. Like at Empowered Man, our, our vision is, that, is to eradicate loneliness and inauthenticity in man and to help him thrive in every dimension of life. And you come and you feel alone. You come and you feel inauthentic because you're not living your true self. You're not living a powerful self. You're playing a small story. And all of that leads to where a woman says, hey, enough is enough. I'm going to go find somebody who wants to live a bigger story. Or I'm going to find somebody who wants to pursue me, who wants to love me. Or I'm going to find somebody that, that, that isn't living that way. And I'm not saying you caused her to do that. Like she makes her own choices. She makes her own decisions, but you contribute when you aren't living the life that you were supposed to live. And so by holding back and living in this smaller story and not investing in yourself and not loving yourself and not caring for yourself, you are, you're holding yourself back. Look, I get it. There's, there's value, you know, people go, oh, there's valuable things out there and there's free, you know, support groups and all this. Go, go for it, man. Go, go do all the support groups you can do. Uh, but I'm telling you at the end of the day, the real power comes from investment, investment of time and resource, not just resources, but time where you're putting your time, where are you going to get the greatest return on your time? Are you going to get it from just some group of guys that are sitting around singing Kumbaya and maybe crying a little bit and praying for each other? Hey, that's good. That's a good place to start, but that's not going to level you up. 
eventually you get past that and you're like, okay, I need more. I need, I need the, I need practical communication strategies because my wife and I can't stop arguing about this shit here. Exactly. And I'm going to help you do that. I'm going to help you actually like diffuse the power your wife has over you right now, because some of you are so fucking afraid of her. You're not even willing to invest in yourself because you're afraid of what she would do. Oh, she might divorce me. If I do that, she might actually file. No, dude, if she, if you're that far gone, she's already fucking gone. You're, you're hanging on by a thread. What's you investing in yourself and your communication skills going to push her further away? What does that say about her in the first place? If your wife doesn't want you to invest in yourself and doesn't want you to get better, what does that say about her? Mind blown. Exactly. So guys, I want you to focus on you. During this season, I want you to focus on you so that you can focus on your kids. So that you can focus on your kids. You can't focus on your kids and not focus on you. This is what so many of you do too, is you come in and you, you know, you're like, oh, I'm going to spend time with my kids. And, and like, you like, like basically you get lost with your kids. That's cool. I love the fact that you're playing with them, hanging out with them, all that stuff. But look, I've seen way too many people get it a little twisted. And, and I, I started doing this a little bit too, where it was like, I was giving emotion to my daughter that she wasn't able to handle. And it's because like, I'm an older person and she's a young person she doesn't need to know the the things that are happening and i i was careful not to tell her all the stuff but i definitely dumped emotion on her i definitely uh, uh made her feel my pain a bit and, and and that's not healthy you know we talked about that if you're ever curious she she came on a couple about a year ago and uh did did a, a podcast with me um i, I can't remember the, the title of it. i think it's mark's daughter uh, if you search that in in youtube or apple or whatever you'll find it and she gives a great uh, um, perspective on what it was like for her to go through divorce, um, what it was like for, for me and the things that I did wrong, as well as a few things that I did right um, and what she enjoyed in that process. So I definitely recommend you guys going and listen to that. So here's the thing, guys. Um, your wife, if she wants space, if she wants to take a break, it doesn't mean it's over. It, it, it doesn't mean that. Don't let your insecurities and the story you're telling yourself fuck you up and get you into a place where you're making bad decisions, clinging to something and making it worse. Cause I see this too many times where a guy will like, she wants out. And so she, he just like leans in, he just lunges and clings. And starts, no, you can't leave me. You can't do this to me. That's all your ego talking. It's all it is guys. It's your ego talking. Stop letting your ego talk, do the work, focus on you. And I will see you on the other side. See ya. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.